Hey everybody, this is a special edition of uh, Two Old Bucks. This is uh, Old Buck Dale, uh, man in the uh, desk at our studios in Normanville, PA. And uh, we have a special guest, a, our first uh, co- international correspondent reporting from a, uh, a foreign destination. And that, uh, that correspondent, are you there? I would be here. I would be old Buck Dave, the foreign correspondent. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, we're, we, we know you're traveling, so I think you said you might be in Canada. I, I'm pretty sure I'm in Canada. Yeah, I look around. Uh, people are speaking French here, so I must be in somewhere in Quebec. Yeah. So yeah. I should say you're in Canada, eh? I'm in Canada, eh? <laughs> Nobody's saying that here. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I know where that came from. <laughs> Nobody's saying that up here. We're not speaking English, though, so. Hey, it's, yeah, I'm in Canada. I'm in Quebec City right now, a uh, beautiful city. Uh, I got to tell you about my border crossing. You know, I, I whined a little bit last time about filling out this arrive can form and uh, going around about that sort of thing. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, go? this was the best border crossing I ever, ever had. You know, huh. pull, we pull up to the border. I give him my QR code. He scans the QR code. He checks our passports. And he says, are you here on business or pleasure? I said, yeah, pleasure. He said, "He said, uh, where are you from? We said, uh, Florida. He said, uh, <laughs> next thing he said is, you have any guns with you? Oh. <laughs> and we yeah. said, no, no guns. He said, uh, you left all your guns in Florida. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of humor there. Mm-hmm. I, said, I said, we left no guns in Florida and we have no guns with us. He said, you're good, go. <laughs> Isn't that was, interesting? Yeah, it was really, yeah. it was really just, just the easiest, quickest border crossing ever. So, sorry I said anything bad about the arrive can folks. It, uh, it really worked. It was, it was quite helpful. But wasn't that a uh, we, we suggested that might be a gentle border. I mean, sort of a local semi. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of uh, local traffic. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, certainly it wasn't Niagara Falls. I mean, uh, you know, there were probably, there were five lanes and maybe four or five cars in every lane moving reasonably well. So, yeah, yeah, this was definitely Hmm. kind of a low key coming in from Vermont. Well, have you been riding, ride your bike around uh, Quebec or something? What have you been going for? I have. Yeah, it's, uh, I got a couple rides in already. You know, we're staying in what is called the St. Roche neighborhood. It's it's not the most sparkling, cleanest neighborhood in Quebec City. It's kind of like, for you, the Pittsburghers out there, it's kind of like East Carson Street, only a lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so those yeah, folks would know what you're talking about. So every, you everything's under construction. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got a mix of characters in the in the streets here in the neighborhood. Uh, we've got lots of great coffee shops, restaurants, little stores, blah blah blah. But that's part of your adventure. I always thought. I, always I yeah. I don't want. I don't want the sanitized version. I want the real version. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I got a couple bike rides. Uh, went the first bike ride. I went around the perimeter of the port. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. Oh, so it's on Lake Erie, is it? No, this is. Uh, you said port. What's the port of what? Well, it's on the St. Lawrence. Oh, okay, on the Seaway. Okay. St. Lawrence Seaway, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. I, I can't, I can't tell you how how pretty it is. I've been here. I was here once before. I think around nineteen ninety ish. 
and it uh, it's it's gotten better, bigger <laughs> for sure. But anyway, so I, I took off. I, I found uh, found the river. I think it's the St. Charles River, and that leads you into the uh, to the St. Lawrence Seaway. And there's a nice, you know, paved path uh, around the perimeter there, around the perimeter of the port, perimeter of the city. You can look up. You can see the Frontenac, the uh, all the old buildings up on the hill and in, in old in the old uh, old town. So I'm going four or five miles. I guess I'm about four or five miles out now, kind of past the city and just you know riding along the, on the paved trail along the highway uh, between the highway and the uh, and the river. And it's all separate, you know. I mean, there's no absolutely no danger here. You're all isolated. It's it was it's terrific. So then there's a there's a blockage on the trail there. There's a sign there. It says, well, basically it says you can't go anymore. You know, it's in French, but I kind of figured it out. I saw there was a, a another couple on bikes that were talking to this woman who was a guard at the uh, at the at that point. And uh, after I after they got done with her, I went over to her and and uh, she kind you know and she was she she spoke some English. I spoke you know like no French. And she said, "Well, yeah, they're they're paving up ahead, so it's closed, so you can't go any further, unfortunately." And I looked up. There was a, a road that goes up the hill at that point. And I said, "Well, I said, can I go that way? Can I go up the hill?" And she said, "Well, you could." She says. Better you just go back. <laughs> what she what she forgot to say was old man. Okay, <laughs> she, oh, that's what okay. she meant to say. Better you should go back. And then this other couple came up to me, and they they had come down that hill actually, and she had so she had sent them on you know into town the way mm. I had come. So I said, oh, "This is my first time here. I, you know, I wanted to get out there." And he said, well, you can go up the hill. He says, yeah, you can go up the hill. There's a, there's a path up the hill. He said, it's a nice hill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, a nice hill. It was pretty nice. It was, it's about a mile long. And it had, it had an average grade of 6%. And I was up at 9, 11, 12% in some areas. Jeez. So I was, wor- I was working. And fortunately for me, they have these little, pull-offs where they've got uh, hit little little posters or, or you know, little rest area or something or well it? they're they're depicting you know this is the big you know this is where the big battle between the french and the oh. british took place you know montcalm um, leading the french and wolf leading the british so this path led up to the the battlefield the plant they call the plains of abraham where the battle the big battle was fought so it was definitely worth the climb. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have my heart rate monitor with me at the time because they would have told me to stop, stop, stop. But anyway, it was beautiful. And then came back down and then went back into town. So that was my first ride. It was it was really nice. And then the other the second ride, I went it went in the other direction, uh, out out of town. I went east and went several miles. <laughs> I, I kind of almost got lost. So I pulled the the trail pulled into this uh, park and it's I forget the name of the Marisets or something like that. And there's a big sign there and there's a bike rack and blah blah blah. So I pulled in there, went a couple miles on that. I felt like I was going in a big circle. I you know kind of made a left, and I thought, hey, I want to come back you know to the beginning. I come back, I get out of the out of the trail. There's the same sign. There's the same bike rack, but. 
like, I don't remember the parking lot being this big. <laughs> so I rode around the parking lot. I couldn't, fi- I couldn't find another bike trail where I had started. So uh, you know, I, I pulled out the old, uh, pulled out the the Google Maps on my phone. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's the same park, other end. So uh, you had to it, drive it, all the way back across. Well, I had a well. No, I just I you know I could just follow the follow the map oh. and and uh, link up with the bike path again. So it was not a not a problem. But it was how long did that take you? A couple hours. Yeah, it was. You know, it was only like uh, each ride was around thirteen, fourteen miles, something mm. like that. But uh, beautiful, but just a nice city. Nice weather, and I think they're pretty considerate bikers up there too. I think they very considerate. Bikers, they they yeah. have a different bike uh, respect attitude or something in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so far you've had a great time up there. I'm glad you're safe and sound and moving along nicely. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have a couple updates. If you got a minute for that, I've got any time as much time as you want, buddy. Hey, you know, we I talked about my. Uh, my Google search engine on the phone, I was, I, I come always exposed to that scroll, which is just a bunch of websites I could go visit if I'm interested in the topic, right? You know right. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. And oftentimes it's, it's topics or websites that I've Googled. If I'm Googling golf, uh, I'll see uh, golf websites. Okay. So this time, uh, since normally it's Jeopardy, uh, you see lots of Jeopardy sites. There must be a lot of uh, fans out there that stir a lot of activity with that. But this time it had to do with the lanternfly. And, you oh, know, we our old they, friend, the lanternfly. Hey, the old bucks were ahead of the curve. I mean, I, I admit that Smithsonian Institution is the one that exposed me to it. But it was like a new, a novel thing. Mm-hmm. And and this lanternfly, they were showing some really nice. It's a beautiful little creature. I mean, it's pretty. It is pretty. It, it's it a pretty. pretty. And uh, it is such a pest, and they're uh, they have this massive uh, squashing it campaign. And then, then a couple of articles I googled it, and there are folks that are saying, "Hey, this thing is too pretty to kill." You know, like they're anti, uh, you know, eradicating this. But the fact that it is now becoming, I think, mainstream, uh, it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be in. The, yeah, it's going to be in headlines from a long time as it. Uh, if it does devour some of those pine forests and other things up there. So the old bucks were ahead of the curve on that one. I, I again, is one of those ones I hate to be right on, but uh, yeah, boy, we you, weren't everybody. You were way ahead on that one. Yeah. Uh, and I have another little update for you. Um, I'm working, uh, uh, I'm engrossed in the dental system. <laughs> oh, no. Still. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not, hey, I'm <laughs> not going to go on to that whole thing because it's always, uh, it's always one strange thing after another. Uh, and the expense uh, for anything is just, it's just painful in my view, plus the pain of the teeth and so on and so forth. So we're putting this program together. We had a few setbacks and another delay and that kind of thing, but that's not what I want to do. You know, the old bucks in my view have come up with some really, really fantastic ideas. We you mean like clip- loser lotto or. Yeah. Well, that's one of them. That's one of them. <laughs> I mean, Blast even though the past, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry, mean, we've done, uh, we've done fantastic card, uh, you know, podcast card tricks. We've That's done, true. Uh, uh, what else did we do? We had a bunch of, we did a lot of unique, uh, uh, stuff that I don't know if any other podcasts have done it. You know what I mean? So here's an idea. And, uh, dare I say some of our listeners, whatever forward this to, uh, to the powers that be. Mm-hmm. that I'm referring to. 
I, it occurred to me that someone like someone big like Amazon or uh, uh, Google, I don't know. No, I don't, we don't, I don't, you don't spend money at Google, some kind of a retail outfit, but Amazon is what comes to my mind. Maybe Home Depot. I don't know. Anybody that says we will give you dental credits, we will, we will give you dental points for, for your shopping at us. Like if you spend a thousand dollars with us, we'll give you uh, $10 in dental credits. Oh, you might be onto something there. Hey, I'm telling you, this wow. thing, I said to myself, you know, I spend, you spend these big bucks at Costco and they, and they itemize everything. I mean, of course, every time you do it, they recognize you. You don't have to, uh, you know, you can't sneak through the checkout line without being identified. So they'll tell you exactly how much money you spent there and why you should buy another credit card from them. I'm saying to myself, if I could earn 700 Nine hundred, a thousand dollars in dental credits. You know, for mm -hmm. shopping, I would definitely shop there. You'd be spending a lot of more money too. Yeah, but that'd be okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they they give you discounts periodically, but still, I mean, you get one point five percent cash back sale on a credit card. That's that's really nickels and dimes for the money you spend on it. You never yeah, cease to amaze me. You know that that's that's a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic idea that that whoever does that. I'm going to spend my money there because one day when you go in there and you have a $4,000 dental, you know, dental bill and you say, Hey, I've got dental points. And they say, Oh, we accept that because we're going to get a, you know, we're going to get a check from uh, mm. Amazon or Home Depot or Target or yeah, uh, even uh, maybe even a, uh, uh, like a, a pharmacy. Hey, I got one question for you. Yes. Have you patented and copyrighted this idea? Uh, you know, I'm, if you I'm haven't, like, it's going to be on CBS next week, and it, you know, the, the big money boys are going to be all over this. Well, I don't know. It's just that that is such a. Uh, they're always looking for ways to get you in the door, right? I mean, yeah. Walmart, the Sam's Club, or whatever, they're always looking for a way to spend money, and they offer you discounts on products. But if you could build up a bank, say a minimum bank of, uh, say three thousand dollars is the most you could do it. Put it, but I guarantee you. If it takes you long to accumulate that, you'd probably spend twenty-five thousand uh, dollars in the store, and by the time you use it, that would that would come in really handy. I mean, that's a root canal. That's a half a root canal. <laughs> wow! Yeah, this makes up for all the loser lotto money that we've lost. <laughs> Jeez. Well, all, all I know is that the old bucks have come up with some great ideas. I mean, I, I remember I told you about water. I mean, I go on and on yeah, about the water. There it is. And every week somebody's losing their home on a kind of water. Yeah. So, or, all right, put that down. If uh, CBS gets it or Amazon gets it, run with it, folks. I'll shop there. You heard it here uh, first. All right. I will spend my money. Well, this is this is audibly patented right now. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So, so that's my idea on that. I like it. I like, I, it. I like that. Okay. Yeah. You know, I always had a I had another question for you. There's a, a lot of pros and cons of the. Uh, uh, recent uh, loan forgiveness. Yeah. What is your th what is your thoughts on that? I mean, I know that uh, not, my dad paid for my college education, and you know we paid our way through. But what do you do? You think that that may help? There's a lot of people heavily burdened with that, way more than I was, because it didn't cost as much in those days. Oh, uh, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm torn over this thing. Uh, I borrowed money. My kids borrowed money. I paid mine back. My kids paid theirs back. Mm -hmm. 
I understand that college costs have, have gotten out of control. So if, if this program that Biden's proposed here, put forth, uh, helps a little bit, uh, I guess I'm okay with that. I'd hate to see this be a a, a large-scale thing the way the uh, the progressive wing wants to do it. You know, okay, this this is federal money that's going to be written off. That's uh, guess guess who covers that? Guess who covers the interest on that debt? Well, I I thought about that angle too, but would it would it not give? I mean, I thought that was kind of a pittance. They probably owe a lot more than ten thousand dollars. I imagine these people would probably weigh in arrears or, I mean, they they essentially they could be uh, we could be relegated to sort of poverty forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I did some quick math. The uh, the federal student loan debt is one point six trillion dollars. Okay, that's the second largest category, com- non commercial category after mortgages, after home mortgages. Home mortgages are the biggest debt category. Mm-hmm. So ten thousand uh, dollars for those making under one hundred twenty five thousand or two hundred fifty thousand for a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes out to three hundred billion dollars, approximately, or twenty percent of the federal loan debt. So about the price of that new rocket. <laughs> Is that what the rocket costs? I think it's eight hundred billion. Eight hundred billion. <laughs> and they're going to shoot one off for the hell of it. <laughs> well, I don't want. I don't want to change the subject. But yeah. I, well, it, well, tell me how you feel. That, We're allowed to disagree on this. I know, know. I know. We're allowed. To disagree. If it comes to that rocket, I say, well, listen, I'll fly up there. You know. I, <laughs> If it doesn't work, what the hell? You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, go, go out in a blaze of glory. Let's my old buck up in, yeah. up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I, d- I thought about that, and uh, I said, you know, I understand how people feel about that. Uh, but maybe if they agree to this, this is a one-time thing. We can never do it again. It's not a constant thing, and it's not a complete wipeout. Uh, maybe it's just given what, 43 million people, just a little bit of a leg up, and maybe they'll turn around and uh, earn a little more money and maybe pay some taxes. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't think these things, as nice as they sound, and uh, whatever the arguments are, pro and con, what the long-term effects are, I don't know. I don't know. I I would have liked to have seen the government go after some of these for-profit colleges that really, really just took kids' money. Like Trump University, for example. Of course, none of these places have any money, so there's nothing to get out of them, right? They've they've spent it all on yachts. So, and, and re- what you're saying, let me just let me reiterate that. Basically, you're saying, first of all, they allowed a system set up to really rake off a lot of government money. Yep. And now they're seeing the uh, they're seeing the consequences of that, so maybe they're trying to make up for that. For that uh, inequity, okay. We're in this case. I, I like I said, I'm not a. Uh, I'm I'm kind of torn myself between how this is going to work, but if it's a one shot thing, and it works, maybe another ten years they can try it again or something to pull people up. Otherwise, I don't know. We spend a lot of money on a lot of stuff, so. Yeah. Well, let me say one more thing about that. Mm. I think this. I'm going to I'm going to sound like an old grouch here, but. You know, I'm I'm a moderate. You know, there are a couple of us <laughs> left in the world here. You know, not on one uh, one okay, end or other spectrum. Well, I just think the kids ought to assume some responsibility. Think a little bit. Come on now, if you're you're going to borrow a hundred thousand dollars for college, and you're gonna you're gonna take some curriculum that's 
you know, never going to pay you any money. Whose fault is that? Is that <laughs> is that the public's fault? Actually, is that the is that's uh, kind of like the way it is? Like, for example, yours truly would get involved in a hundred thousand uh, dollars physics course, n- knowing full well I could never pass it because of my math skills, and yet and then go ahead and drown myself in debt. And then, and then my final year after I'm 200,000 in debt, have to switch to, uh, you know, sandbox or something like that to get out of college. I I just saw a woman on the news the other day and she said, when I went to college, I didn't understand anything about borrowing or finance or like, well, whose fault is that? Come on. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to be, I'm just turning into an old grouch here. But that's that's a, uh, it's not not an unusual position, I think. Uh, other people are expressed uh, that concern too. Well, I don't know how this will play out. Uh, it probably has long-term political repercussions. We'll see. But um, I'm going to hope that somehow, if it does go through, that maybe a few people will pull themselves up, and maybe the people behind them will know better to do, you know, get themselves in that situation. Good point. Good point. Because they uh, they would say no more no more golden parachutes for you folks, for anybody. Last, uh, this is the big effort to kind of smooth it over. After that, yeah. you sink with the with the ship. So, hey, speaking hey. speaking of controversy, how about this subject? You ready? I'm ready. Got your cold brew? <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> you can get early. them up there, right? You have a cold brew up there while you're. We can get a cold brew here. Yeah. Okay. I I had a question for you for some time, and I still have not resolved this issue. And uh, there's a. Uh, the uh, the Roe Rovo versus Wade issue. I'm not taking a side on pro or con about the uh, about abortion per se. The other thing that troubles me about this is if if the government, if a government or if an institution says you must have this and you have the choice to opt out, like a driver's license, okay. You don't. You don't have to have. Uh, a you driver's. don't have to have a driver's license, right? right? I mean, right. there are things you can you can walk away from that you re- that they require you to do and uh i guess that's pretty the, the general rule if you if it's uh, forbidden without a license and you don't have the license you basically don't do it so if if in the case of an irre- irrevocable thing something that you cannot change once it starts my question to you is if the child is conceived and both parents then obligated fine i mean legally to pay for the cost of birthing that child or if the child is uh, for one parent or something i don't know how i don't know how the wife could the woman could deny ownership but the man could run away but if the, the woman basically says i cannot afford this child who covers the cost who covers the cost of all the prenatal care and the hospital stay or the you know, cesarean section or whatever it takes. Who would have to cover the cost? Could they ask the state to cover that? I mean, people rack up medical bills all the time that uh, they're unable to pay. Or or if they're, you know, people, poor people, they, they get, uh, you know, they, they get paid for by the system. But that's so not that my area of expertise, so I don't want to. Mine either, but I think about that. I said, well, if, if they, there has to be quite a bit of flexibility even today with the, where women choose not to have any kind of a, an abortion situation where they do choose to have the baby and they can't afford to it. So there's already a system 
I set up to absorb that. But what if everybody decides to do that? Even if you're uh, come from a millionaire family and you say, uh, we don't want the child to can the state cover the cost of having the baby and then still make me keep it. You, you see what I'm, you see where I'm going with that. It's like saying, let's have a, let's, let's, uh, let's me and the missus have a baby declare. We don't want it. Ask them to pay for the cost. And if we have to keep it, then we'll keep it. <laughs> Maybe have another one. <laughs> oh man, that's okay. Like, I, that's a real I'm, can. Of worms. That's I'm, a real can of worms. You're gonna need more than cold brew. Yeah, I'm struggling to follow <laughs> follow that roadmap there, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I know you're. That's a serious topic. That's a serious. It is topic. a serious topic. And I, I don't think what what you're getting it. down to is there are going to be a lot of unwanted babies showing up. Or un, what, what are un, we gonna? Who's going to pay for them? What yeah. are we going to do about it? So, I mean, that's a good. That's a real good point. That's, uh, well, maybe, maybe somebody maybe, uh, out there will be able to answer. So in, the, in the Ethernet or CBS or NBC or Fox News, however, whoever or, monitors old two old bucks. Or, or bucks too old at gmail.com. Yeah, express your opinion give, on give that. Us, give us a solution here. here. We, I don't mind the ban. Uh, I'd say that's fine. You know, I have a, a somewhat of a background. Well, I do mind the ban myself. So well, I, we, we can I, disagree there, too. Well, the uh, my my thoughts were a place where that was a very rare occurrence, also had a system to never, never, never let a child be unparented. Do you know what I mean? There was just mm -hmm. it didn't matter how the, where they came from and whether it was a one night fling or whatever. However, that child was born, somebody somewhere ended up raising the child. Now, another thing that was strange about that that uh, many child with severe disabilities did not last very long in the sort of private sector in the in the home environments in that same country i thought that was interesting too you know if they can if they could survive on their own they could somehow get around if they could somehow figure out how to do things they could survive and if they didn't at about four years old usually something happened to them anyhow that's another story for another day uh, not cheerful thought <laughs> well, let's hey, I'll, I'll, let's move on to another let's subject. Move on. I, let's talk about cats. There's something everybody likes. Cats. Cats. C A T S. Cats. Yeah. This, yeah. What I'm leading up to is our our first day here in town. We took, we took a walk. <laughs> Good segue. We took a walk, <laughs> and we were just about ready to turn around and come back. We said, hey, "Let's go." There's a couple restaurants down. Let's see what's there. And there was a place there called. And I'm going to mangle this. Café Félin Melange aux Chats, otherwise known as the Cat Café. So we had to go into this place. And it's a little café, and they serve, you know, coffee and... Café at Café Fair. But it's, yeah, but it's basically, it's full of cats. It's full, <laughs> it's full of people and cats. They have a bunch, of, like, probably, I don't know, six or eight cats that live there. And it's just—it was just a hoot. These are these are the prettiest cats, all shapes and sizes, and they were all very friendly. And you know, my wife in particular was just delirious. We had such a good time petting the cats and the cats. Uh, and this is this is with all the food stuff around too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cats can jump everywhere. They have ledges no. built on the walls so the cats can run up the sides of the walls. And it was great. It was just terrific. And they were the they were great looking cats too. <laughs> the one looked like a lion. They had it shaved. It looked like a lion. It had a big, big furry face and then a 
for on the well, you, you realize, of course, that this story is going to be the headlines for too old. Buck, <laughs> Buck's too old. Well, I'll, I'll put a link to one of these. I'll put a link to. Uh, uh, to makes all my other stuff sound oh, kind, of, kind of bland there, doesn't it? It was it was terrific. It was terrific. Uh, but that's that's so, part of your adventure. You you. You seek out these little things and little things. Uh, yeah, they always it, it, always make me laugh when you tell me you're running actually, something like that. Well, guess while we're doing the podcast now, you know, my wife, I said, you know, you got to get out of here. I don't want, you know, as usual, she she stays away. She yeah. says, oh, I'm going down to see the cats again. Oh. <laughs> so, well, that's great. cool. That's a yeah. cool place. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that in America. Doggies, I've seen some dog places, but I'm. I have actually. I think there's one in uh, Lawrenceville in uh, Pittsburgh area. I've been to one in. Uh, I've been to one in the Cat Depot, if you recall, if you ever been uh, there. But they don't serve food there. I was going to say that. As long as they're you not serving in, food, you can go you in can and do, play, with, play the with the cats. Yeah. You can play with the cats. Yeah. <laughs> Puppy World or whatever. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, that's interesting. I hope we get some comments. Uh, I think we get some comments uh, on uh, all, all the stuff uh, that we talk about. Uh, but I really think the uh, the dental uh, the dental yeah. thing is something some big some big retailer is going to take involved in that because I know I would definitely spend some money there if I could pick up a couple hundred dollars credits. Yeah. For uh, for the inevitable. For the inevitable. You have to definitely one day you're going to be in a dentist. There's no doubt about it. So, so Dave, how are we doing on time? Uh, I, uh, well, we're getting close, but that's okay. I I've got a uh, I got a rant also. It's it's nothing like your rants here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, was, okay, that's was, a compliment was, from you. I was, I I was with the. This is when I was still back in the USA, right before we left. Uh, and I was with a fellow who was he was trying to go on a lactose-free diet. All right, so he, we were in a in a little store together, and he picked up a can a bottle of this uh, muscle milk. It's called, which is like a protein supplement, basically, I believe. And right in big letters in the front, it says dairy-free, right under the label. You know, big, nice letters, dairy-free. So he bought it, all right? So then he picked a, and he had a, picked up a newspaper and some things. So we're going back to his place, and I look at this bottle, and I looked around the back. First ingredient's water. The second ingredient is milk. The third ingredient is milk, or milk, milk products. And then, and then at the list, of, you know, there's like 7,000 ingredients in this stuff. And down at the bottom, it says, contains milk. Like, what, what am I missing? Isn't, isn't dairy-free? Isn't milk dairy? <laughs> am I missing something? Is there... Actually, uh, the, uh, the labels, uh, I've, never, I've never seen anything on that, like on television or a documentary on labels and who creates those and the science behind the colors or what they say. But I'm telling you, the labels are so misleading; they're unbelievable. I don't, I don't, I don't, unbelievable how they, misleading how, labels. How they had are. the gall to list it says, you know, dairy-free on the front, and in the back it says contains. Now it says it in much smaller letters on the back. Of course, of course, it's there. Unbelievable. Well, maybe you know, like I said, the the stuff is so uh, what misleading that that uh, unless you read all that stuff. About how much sugar is in it, or how much salt, how much sodium is in it, you know, like fifty-eight yeah. percent salt. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, I think, a lot, a lot of very uh, clever science that goes into uh, 
printing those labels. <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't lactose free at all. It was. Did he try it and find out to be a problem, or it didn't? Obviously, didn't bother. Uh, I don't know if he tried it or not. He was he was a little upset when he when I pointed out the backside of the label to him. Oh, does he have a problem with lactose? I don't, I don't know. A... He's trying to figure it out. He's he's just going through us. You know, is he an old buck like us? He's an old buck. <laughs> he, he he sounds like you in that way. And he, like. Hey, he just has trouble eating certain things. It's trouble, and you don't find out. You find that out the hard way. You know that, don't you? What you can and can't eat anymore. What what gives you trouble? The old bucks used to just devour everything and wash it down with a beer. <laughs> not, I, anymore. I, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, did I tell no. you we went to the cat cafe? <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh, we probably had to leave on a high note. We probably should leave cafe. on the cat cafe on a high note here. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'll, we have to thank all our listeners. Remember, this is a your, uh, this your is an inter- liner international. Notes. Yeah, this is an international an international episode, baby <laughs> uh, with a lot of great ideas. Uh, very. Uh, we oui, oui, monsieur. We a, yeah, we really touched on all the heavy subjects this time. Uh, Bonjour, au revoir. Oh, Buck Del saying, I'm uh, getting out of town now. Uh, <laughs> I just say, if you can't go to Europe, come to Quebec City. This is. It's it's just like being dropped in Europe in, in a lot of ways. It's a beautiful place. That's the, the final plug for Quebec City. Off to Ottawa tomorrow. All right. Happy trails also. to you, my brother. All right, man. Talk to you again. Take care. Bye-bye.